Earlier in the show, we played the new track by Deep Purple, Throw My Bones, and they have a new album, Woosh, that's coming out August 7th. Roger Glover, whose resume is, holy crap, it takes you an hour to read it, joins us now. He's the Hall of Famer. Roger, thanks for your time, man. Hey, Roger. Good morning. Hello, hello. Yes, again, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, so what's the COVID situation? Where do you live now, and what's going on uh, there? Well, I live in Switzerland. I've been here for about 10, 11 years. Um, and it's fairly calm. It's obviously everyone's very aware there's masks and stuff, but it's it still feels reasonably normal compared to, you know, what I read about in other countries, which yeah. is horrible. Yeah, well, we were talking yesterday, Roger, in anticipation of your visit, and we were saying how the one upside, I guess, for, for rockers today, you can put out new album, new new material, because the question always is, are you going to tour in support of the album? Well, now that's not even not, uh, you know on the table with this damn pandemic, so you get to put out new music from the studio. I think that's kind of a plus in the sense that you don't have to tour. Well, you're a positive man. Yeah. <laughs> Turning such a negative into a plus is pretty good, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, well, you know, we tour anyway. Our, our natural home is on the stage, not in the studio. Okay, yeah. We had an eight-year gap before the, the first one with Bob Ezrin, uh, in which we didn't make an album at all, but we toured continuously. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's very odd not to be touring. This is the longest time I've had off probably in my life. Yeah, we'll talk about it, the the making this album because Bob Rezern is one of the greatest rock producers in the history of this business. How did this come about? Did you guys talk as a band? Did he talk you into this? Did you already have songs uh, already written? No, we don't write songs. Uh, we we just jam them until they turn into something. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, <laughs> that's true. That's how we worked in the sixties, and you know, back in '69, that's how we were working. Yeah, it's always been that way. As Ian Gillen likes to say, Deep Purple is an instrumental band with vocal accompaniment. <laughs> right. Well, we we heard. <laughs> well, we heard we heard "Throw My Bones" sounds a little bit great. earlier this morning, and it sounds just as fresh as ever. But there's so much uh, urban legend around "Smoke on the Water." What is the bottom line from Roger Glover's mouth? Was it about a place, a restaurant, bar that burnt down? Did it come to you in a dream? What What is the bottom line on that song? Well, it's all in the lyrics. The lyrics are very, very you know, literal. I mean, you know, put a slight bit of poetic license, but it's exactly what happened. We were trying to do a studio album, but in a live setting, because the differences between studios and live was, was so marked. Studios were very dead. And when you're playing live, there's an enormous power coming out. It's just you know, a different feeling. Mm-hmm. And we had the Rolling Stones mobile, and we got to Montreux, and... Claude Nobbs, who you know arranged the whole thing, said, um, don't put your gear in yet. There's one more concert to go tomorrow afternoon. It's a matinee concert starting at 3 o'clock. Frank Zappa, would you like to come? So we went along, and uh, of course, an hour into the show, someone fired a flare gun into the ceiling, which started a fire, which <laughs> burned the entire place down to the ground. It was a huge, very old, vener- venerable building. Yeah. It was a casino, disco, restaurants, a convention center, a, a venue, which is what we were going to use. And it burned all through the afternoon, all through the evening, and by in the morning, it was still smoldering, just a, a pile of soaking wet rubble. And the morning after that, I woke up in the hotel room, all alone, 
And in that half awake, half asleep state, I I realised I'd said something out loud while I was you know, half there. And I woke up and I thought, what did I just say? Smoke on the water. Well, and we didn't even think about it as a, as a title or anything then. But right. later on, uh, when we were finishing the album, we were still a song short. And we'd, uh, after the fire, we'd been we'd recorded in one place, but the police stopped us because we were too loud. Which <laughs> was a very quiet town. Wow. And uh, so we couldn't... But we did one sort of rough backing track there with that riff. Yeah. And we didn't even recognize the riff as being that great either at the time. So we, we thought, <laughs> yeah, we'll use that title, Smoke in the Water, and write about what happened to us here. So it's it's all very literal. Yeah, and it's one of the most iconic <laughs> yeah. songs in rock hit it history, almost, too. Wow. Roger Glover's with us. But, the I, new- but I'll tell you, I did, the, the, the lyrics, even though they're literal, there's a mystery there because... I did an interview when I was in Rainbow in the 80s. I did an interview in San Diego with some radio station. And the guy said, yeah, we have Roger Glover of Rainbow here. Tell me, uh, were you in a band before Rainbow? I said, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, in Deep Purple. He went, oh, Deep Purple. Is it true you guys set fire to an island? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Roger, I actually wanted to... That's a great mystery, yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I wanted to ask you about Rainbow because I think they're really underrated. And for you, you're in Deep Purple. You do some solo stuff. You do it in Rainbow, and you're an incredible bassist, incredible artist and writer. For you, when it came to commercial success, doing Rainbow, was that one of those, yeah, I still got it type of things, or did you even not even think about that? Well, I suppose in Deep Purple, we've never... We've never searched for success. We've just mm. done what we've done and been successful at it. So we don't actually look in that way. But with Rainbow, um, when I first got involved with Rainbow, it was just as a producer. I wasn't even in the band or anything. And um, Bruce Payne, who was our manager at the time, he was Richie's manager and mine, uh, played me this song, Since You've Been Gone. Great tune. He said, what do you think? I said, well, you know, okay, well, what? He said, well, is it a hit? I said, well, yeah, it sounds very commercial, yeah. He said, well, Richie wants to do it. I said, get out of here. He's not going to play that. Yeah. yeah, the man who virtually invented hard rock guitar, he's going to play, you know. And uh, no, he said he really wants to do it. So uh, we started working on the album, and of course the first thing that happened was the, the, the band broke up. Ronnie Dio left, uh, the keyboard player, the bass player. It was only Richie and Cozy Powell left. So uh, I... You know, as the producer, maybe help them get back together again. Don Airy came. That's when I met, first met Don Airy. And um, so we went to record the album, and, and we hadn't really got a bass player or a singer because we'd started without either of those. And so I played bass because someone had to, and there was no singer, so I, I just started writing songs. <laughs> so it wasn't until the end of the album, when it was finished, that... <laughs> Don Airy and, and, and Cozy Powell said, why aren't you in the band? Yeah. I said, well, I have to be asked. I don't know. <laughs> given my you know history with Richie, I wasn't sure whether he wanted me or not. So Anyway, he did. And uh, so he asked me to join the band. And that's how I joined, really. Yeah, and then... Uh, it wasn't, that was the one time when... Since we were gone was one time I really tried to make it sound commercial. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, and there were so many good tunes, Stone Cold, and, and everything that was involved when you were with the band. So, why the reason you left Rainbow to join Deep Purple is just because Deep Purple wanted you back? Well, it was Richie and I um, actually were approached about doing it a year before. 
and, and we said no at that time. Um, but then Ian Gillen kept calling up and said, look, can we have a meeting? And so we had a meeting, and, and it was the first time the five of us had been in the same room in 11 years oh, at wow. that point. And uh, we sort of talked about it, well, shall we do it or not, you know? So we decided to have a jam and see if, see if we still had music to make. That was our first thing. And, and the second thing is, that, um, by the way, you know, I'm not producing it. We've got to get a producer. I don't want to produce it. Of course, I ended up producing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roger, you're such a talented dude, Fish man. We mean swim. that. Whoosh is out. Uh, new album by Deep Purple, August 7th. And by the way, if you're on a streaming site, there are three songs out. Throw My Bones is what we played earlier, and it's a fantastic tune. So get aboard this. Deep Purple back. Roger, thanks for your time, no man. No kidding. Great stuff, Roger Glover. Thank you, sir. Oh, Talk and Elliot, or Elliot and Talk. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Enjoyed that. All right. Bye bye, sir.